Welcome to the 12th episode of the Dudes Spaking Dudes podcast. This is not a podcast about building your own ornamental pool, and it is not a podcast about French sauces. It is a podcast about dudes who are spanking other dudes and dudes who are being spanked by other dudes. And this show is hosted by two dudes. Hi, I'm Brian, uh, back again, known as Croup or Super Goblin on the internet. Hey, and this is Scott, known as Red Spank Scott. Yes, Brian is back for an episode. So Yes. <laughs> and uh, we have a, a lot to talk about. This is going to be kind of like a, a selfish episode. This is going to be <laughs> – last episode was all uh, – last episode, I, I was very selfless in talking about, uh, about uh, episode 11, talking about uh, daddy boy fantasies and, and real-world uh, domestic discipline. So now I've got uh, Brian back here, and, and we're going to talk about uh, some selfish selfish stuff about what's been going on with spanking and us in our lives Um well, it's good to be selfish once in a while. Yeah. <laughs> and people like hearing our stories, which, you know, people just like to hear about spanking. Um, so what have you been up to? Well, um, at the moment, I'm I'm actually a little sore. Oh, are you? Uh, a little, yeah, a little bit. Uh, a friend and I, uh, well, I've, I've been wanting to get into better shape for a while, as you know. And I have an online friend who helps motivate me. Um if I don't make my daily workouts, then at the end of the week I get I get punished. Well, or I punish myself actually. I I, I self spanked myself for each uh, workout that I don't get in. So I just finished doing that right before we made this call. And okay, and, and so wait, what happens? Like, what if you meet your if you don't meet your goal? So yeah, if I don't meet my goal, then then I I spank myself with a paddle. Um, if I do make my goal, however, my friend gets spanked. So, Has, have you done that yet? Have you? Made... Yes, I did. Uh, last week I did. Uh, this this week I didn't. Oh. <laughs> well, because well he because we increase the amount that I do each week, so okay. that's that we're supposed to challenge myself. I just I need to get better at at doing push-ups so I can see his red butt. But the important right, thing right is, now mine's a little red. The important thing is somebody got spanked. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I guess. I'm still a little bit sore. We had the we had the moonburn party over over the weekend, and I got and Bossman was there, and he he beat my ass. Uh, and uh, speaking of which, moonburn. The reason why we we decided to have a, a special self absorbed uh, podcast episode. This is moonburn two. This time it's personal because there's a particular reason why you're back on the podcast because you came out here to Los Angeles a few months ago. I did. I got to experience my first moonburn, my first spanking party. And it was pretty wild. I had a really good time. It uh, was we're great. Tell you all about it in this episode. Yes, it so, was. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It, it fascinating. Just like it, just, just very, very quickly, it ended up being a really, really. It was probably the best moonburn in months. Actually, the moonburn just wow. this this past weekend was very, very lightly attended. I actually, I only ended up. Um, I spanked one guy, uh, a friend of mine that I know, gave someone some birthday licks. Um, and nice. that was separate. That was it for me. And then I got uh, spanked by Boss Man, and then spanked again later. Um, which probably sounds like a lot if you don't come to these parties, but <laughs> with the party well, no, that as, you attended, as, as I know now, you can squeeze <laughs> quite a lot of spanking into those four hours. 
Yeah. So, so how did you end up out here, out here with us in Los Angeles? So it, I didn't go to LA for Moonburn. I was invited out there uh, to go to Disneyland actually with yeah. some friends of mine. I just I happened to time it so that I could also do Moonburn at the same time because you know I have priorities, and it turned out to work really well. That was probably the highlight of my trip, actually. Yes, I Moonburn was better than Disneyland. I'm just going <laughs> to say it right now. <laughs> I, I'm not sure I'm not sure how I feel about Well, maybe I'm, I'm spoiled, of course, because I get to go to Moonburn every month, but I've been to Dis- Disneyland several times, and I love Disneyland. Disneyland, is, for no. some reason, is, is very, very popular with Spankos. I know a lot of guys who are into Spanking who love Disney. Well, I, I love Disney, too. Disneyland was fantastic. It was wonderful, but Moonburn was special. <laughs> Yeah, so what what did you think in general about Moonburn? Um in general, it was much more low key than I guessed than I had anticipated. Um everyone was super friendly. I didn't feel um like going in, I I had the feeling it would I sort of feel like like prey surrounded by sharks, like everyone's kind of circling around the new guy, so to speak. And also because I, I knew I had the feeling I'd be one of the younger people there. But it, I didn't really have that impression, although, like, I did get spanked quite a bit there. But I never felt like, you know, like I was surrounded by predators who just wanted to spank me. Like, everyone, just, <laughs> everyone was super nice, and I, I just I had a great time. I was able to relax and just just sort of let go for a bit. So that was really nice for me. Yeah, and it, it's really interesting because, you know, when – when we started this podcast, you were, we, we had an episode uh, about how little experience you had in actual getting actual spankings. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a ton of experience with spanking from that party. Yeah, like that at Moonburn, that was the most spanking that I've had at, at one and in one day. You know, just all at all at once. Then, so that was really good. It pushed my limits quite a bit too, which I have been wanting to push. Yeah, and what was fascinating for me is, you know, someone who has a lot of experience and has spanked a lot of guys, you took a lot of punishment for somebody without a lot of experience. Did I? You you absolutely I did. did. Like, I didn't feel like I was, maybe because I was feeling it. You know, it's funny. It's it's funny how that I kind of feel the same way. Like just this this last weekend when I when I had my really I had a really really intense spanking uh, paddling from Moonburn. Or I'm, I'm sorry, not uh, from Moonburn, from Bossman later on in the evening around some other spanky buddies, and they were they were really impressed with what I took. But for me, it didn't feel like that. But I, I guess it's maybe a thing about being a bottom. Like it's like you're always wondering whether you really took a lot. But you, from, from me looking at you as a top who spanked a lot of guys, you took a heck of a lot of punishment. Wow, I'll I'll take that as a compliment. From you. <laughs> Since you were one of the ones who punished me. Yes, I was, and we'll we'll go over that. You took like I think well, how many? I think you had like four or five separate sessions as a bottom or something. Well, I, I don't know if the last one counts, but we can we can say four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so the interesting thing is to start off with you. Um, uh, a friend of mine was, I think, one of your first experiences while I was while I was speaking. Um, I think I was speaking Duke, who was uh, one of my one of my guests in the podcast a few episodes ago. Um, and uh, and so you played with a friend of mine. Uh, interesting thing about that, um, I had completely forgotten 
that you are his type. And I just kind of wanted to mention that because there's a lot of people um, who worry about if they, if they don't fit a particular profile, they worry about finding guys who like to spank them. And uh, for, for people who don't know, Brian is very much what would be called an otter, I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's me. Tall and thin and furry. Um, and so I, I know you had you have worried, and of course it's part of you know the thing about yeah. Well, I mean, I I think this nor like everyone probably worries like oh well I'm I don't fit this particular archetype like you know, like I'm not a twink I'm not a bear I'm not any of those things so I, I always yeah. sort of figured oh well no one would be even really interested yeah. in in playing around with me but no I apparently. There are fans of otters, and, and your friend was certainly one of them. Yeah, and the, I just kind of want to mention that because a lot of people I, – I hear that from quite a few folks. And like if you're – and oh. I, I can't promise that there's somebody out there for everyone, but like if you're, an, if you're a person who's like older but want to be spanked by younger guys – um, I've met guys who who like that. Um, the bully actually likes spanking guys who are older than uh, older than him. He likes beefy guys and big guys. Um, you know, so, so there's a lot. Don't assume that. Yeah, I mean, there's don't... everyone has a type that they like, yeah. and yeah, yeah. So don't don't assume. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off there. No, no, no. Sorry. Right. So talk about your experience <laughs> with with my uh, with my buddy. So. Let's see. Well, well. First of all, I was I was just sort of wandering around. Um, I think you had done. Yeah, you were you were spanking your other friends. So I, I was sort of off on my own. Um, I was looking at all the different rooms, and um, just I just want to put out there the the sensation of walking down a hallway lined with rooms and a different spanking going on in each room was probably one of the more wonderfully surreal experiences. <laughs> That I've had, that was very nice just to be able to do that and just to just be able to to hear the sounds like from from anywhere you are. It's just, you can always hear the sound of you know wax and and cries of pain and all that. It was that was nice. I, I was just sort of taking in the ambience of the place, and then um, yeah, your your friend just sort of was just sort of hanging out, and I think he struck up a conversation with me just about the kind of spankings that we liked, how how I got into the spanking scene. Um, I think I probably mentioned that I got into it from, from Looney Tunes and, and we, you know, we sort of went over our, our, our general preferences and he was, he was so laid back, so easy going. Um, he was really easy to talk to. And then at, at some point he just sort of brought it up. He was like, would, would you like me to spank you? And I was, you know, I thought about it for a second. I was like, yeah, you know, like as, as far as a warm up could go, you seem like a pretty good choice. So he, um, he brought me into the uh, kitchen area, actually, because all the rooms were occupied, but the kitchen was free. And he just, you know, he he put he sat down on the couch. I went over his lap, and he just warmed me up for I don't even remember how long it was. Maybe maybe twenty minutes. He just he went nice and slow, uh, nice and steady. Like it wasn't a hard punishing spanking. He just sort of, you know, just uh, tenderized me a little bit. It started in my shorts, and they eventually came down, and then it was on my underwear for a while. And then at, at some point, that came down, too. And, and as it was going on, there were there were guys walking in and out, because there were, there were drinks in the kitchen, there was water, so people kept going in and out. But I, I, wasn't, I wasn't really paying attention, because I was more focused on just the feelings of, of contact I was getting. But a couple of guys came up to me later on and were like, oh, hey, you know, that spanking in the kitchen was really hot. And I was like, oh, you... <laughs> You saw that, huh? <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, our, our friend, I should, I, 
uh, he was actually one of my first friends. I met him the very first Moonburn I went to like ten years ago. And what, I actually, did he give you your, your first Moonburn spanking too? Yeah, he gave me a spanking at Moonburn. He's a very, very, <laughs> very experienced, very good hand spanker. He's probably if you you know if you could take a hard hand if you if you want if you think that hand spankings are tame. Uh, he can prove you wrong if you're, if you're, he can, well, he, he, can... he does, he, he does have a really, he has a nice big hand. Yeah, it was, like, he didn't give it to me very hard, except for the very end, when I, I asked him to do it hard, and then, and then I could feel it, like, yeah, he, he packed some punch into that palm of his. Yeah, as, as someone who's a paddle enthusiast, his hand can hit as hard as a paddle. And, you know, I say that as a, as a huge I, compliment. I, I love that phrase. I use that in, in, when I write stories all the time. I always say, oh, his, his hand was as hard as a paddle. Yeah. <laughs> I just use paddles. <laughs> Your paddle is as hard as a paddle. Yeah. And then I think uh, by that point, uh, Bossman had shown up, and he dragged me into a back room. So you actually got oh, to that's see... right. So uh, yeah, so, so you got to see me get uh, get bent over and paddled. Just for a little while. I wish I'd, I'd hunt around and seen more of it. But yeah, what I did see, it was very entertaining for me, just as I've known you for so long, to see you, you know, in that that position that was very entertaining i enjoyed that quite a bit yeah a lot of people seem to enjoy that's a very interesting <laughs> discovery and i don't know if it's anything yeah, so, so Sid says, says the same thing right yeah does. yeah city yeah city loves seeing me bottom uh and we'll actually get to that because there was something you know later about about sydney and me bottoming um but no i have gotten a lot of feedback um and I don't know if it's anything particular about the way I behave when I'm bottoming or the fact that I have for like 10 years almost exclusively topped and now people are more and more seeing me get punished at Moonburn. Uh, yeah, well, I mean, and especially for me, since I have a, a real thing for role reversal, like that's super hot that a guy who usually dominates is bottoms once in a while. <laughs> and we have a fun role reversal story coming up later. Uh, wow. involving so many myself. things to go over in this podcast. Yes. We... <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I got I got to see you get paddled a bit. I got to see your your round ass bouncing around. So that was very nice. Um, yeah, he had just kind of bent me over. I'm trying to remember if he did anything in particular in that particular. I don't think so. He just bent me over and paddled my butt for a while. Yeah. Just now later later on. No, at... no ceremony involved. Just just spanked away. Yeah, later on at a at a, uh, a private party, he introduced me to real a real session with the bath brush, which I had never really had Ouch. before. So, but, but at the at the party, he was a little bit tamer. Um, but then you were dragged away by another friend of ours. I wasn't dragged away, but <laughs> yeah, so another another friend of yours came up and and he was he was watching your spanking with me, and then he he seemed about my age so i was like you know i was interested i was like oh who's, who's this guy and then we we talked a little bit i i told i told him that i was getting a real kick out of watching you get spanked because i i had known you for a while and then um i think he was surprised he, too i don't think he had seen me get spanked before yet no this, either. Is, this is his first time seeing you get spanked because I, th- I guess he had missed the other parties where where you had done that yeah. so it was it was a bit of a surprise for him and then you know it was just sort of the the same thing again. Very laid back conversation, and then then he was interested in in spanking me, and I I just sort of went along with it. Like I I I had the um I had the switch button 
on because when you joined the party, you have to choose, you know, top, yeah. bottom, or switch. But I wasn't really interested in in giving the spanking that day. Just, I just I wasn't I just wasn't feeling very confident in that, and it, so I just felt more like bottoming that day. So I just I just sort of went along with whoever wanted to spank me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he he brought me into the dungeon, and then he he put me over his knee again and. And he he hand spanked me for a, a little bit, and then he uh he brought this this very small paddle that you know it looked it looks almost cute just looking at it, but then he uses on you, and it's like oh this is actually extremely painful, and then <laughs> I was squirming quite a bit from that, so that was my second spanking. Um, it wasn't as long as the first one because I was I was still tender and I just I was just squirming like super fast, which was a new experience for me because like I said I I haven't been spanked that hard very often like i i i fantasized about this most of my life but i just hadn't experienced it yet so this was like my first time really experiencing a sort of like hard no nonsense spanking on a butt that was already sore so that was new and fun and interesting and painful but uh, but then af- after that spanking he had told me earlier that he was actually due for a spanking from you, Scott. So we, yes. so af- after he spanked me, we were like, okay, and then we we went off in in search of you to to reconnect again. Yeah, that. then we and then we had some fun sort of bullying role play with that, which kind of it was kind of partly part of it was improvisational, part of it was also I had plans because there was a. Um, I've, I've mentioned a bull- in previous podcast episodes, there's a, a uh, guy I punish who listens to the podcast and also has the bully fantasy as a victim. He, he likes to be the bully victim. And so mm-hmm. I, have been po- I have been bullying him. And I was actually hoping that he would show because I had mentally mapped out a bullying scene where I would have both of you together. Um, oh really? He, yeah, but you were he men- mentally mapping out evil plans for me. Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, but he, <laughs> but he didn't show. So, but what did happen is you guys came up to me and you were you were we kind of did this sort of role play thing, which it took me a minute to to realize what was going on. Because... We we didn't we didn't plan that. We just it just sort of happened. <laughs> yeah, so he comes. We, so, so, we sort of fell into these roles very easily. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. So, so, so the way it worked is is that uh, uh, Brian and our buddy uh, come up to me, and I'm sitting, I'm hanging out. I'm, I'm not speaking anyone at this moment. At this time, just hanging out in the main room. And Brian is like complaining that uh, this buddy, you know, punished him and uh, yeah, unfairly punished me. It was yeah. totally, totally against the rules. Yeah. Totally unfair. He he bullied me. You could even say. Yeah, and. Uh, <laughs> And so, 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 of course, it kind of fell into the role reversal thing. It was funny because, and what happened is there was this the, the the paddle that you had pointed out that our buddy had, and I'm, of course, I'm sitting there. I have an entire bag full of very nasty paddles, <laughs> yeah. and so and he was like, "There's this whole idea about this. You're, you're talking about how this paddle is so mean and it's so bad." And I'm like, "Oh," and you know, so you think this is a mean paddle? I'll show you a mean paddle. And so then I drag our buddy back into. We go back mm-hmm. into this prison. Back to the dungeon. Back and to I, the dungeon. I just sort of follow along, you know, yes. like like a puppy wagging its tail. Yes, to to see see our buddy get punished. But mm-hmm. the interesting things I should point out is, um, 
most of the rooms have these sort of, you know, doorway entrances and normal doorway entrance. So and people can kind of peek in through the doorway and watch something. The prison room has a, a big, wide open sort of fake jail cell opening. So people can actually gather and watch what's going on in that room. And you can develop an audience for what's going on there, something interesting, which is exactly what happened with this. So, <laughs> yeah, it was. So the, the, the way it started off is I, I, I decided to, you know, to do this sort of, you know, oh, I'm the bully. I'm going to show you what a nasty paddle truly is because I have all these paddles. So, <laughs> so I bend our buddy over um, a a uh, bench sort of that we yeah. have there, and I started going through our various paddles, through my various paddles, and what I was doing for 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 the to to get the audience perspective here or to to help our audience understand, like if you've ever had an eye exam. <laughs> they ask you <laughs> which is more blurry here, which is more blurry yeah and they, they and so what I'm doing is so I start pulling out paddles and I give him I give him several hard swats with his paddle and then several hard swats with my one of my paddles and get and I'm trying to get him to evaluate which paddle's harder and you know and so I'm kind of moving and I'm doing this whole thing with various paddles of mine and just determining what the meanest what the, what he thinks the meanest paddle was and my and, intention and while, there, and while you're doing that I'm just sort of taunting him from yes. from the side I'm just hanging out there enjoying watching yeah and then you know and so my intention was you know once we pick the meanest what he thinks is the meanest paddle I'm going to give him a bunch of swats with the paddle and then at some point there is some back and forth between the two of you and I can't re recall exactly how it went, but it put this kernel of thought into my head that 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 um, Brian is hanging out here. I've I've entered the scene. I'm part of the scene. Yeah, and, and I'm not I'm not heading out the doorway. I went into the room with you guys. Yeah, and, and there was a question as to whether or not our buddy had actually bullied you. And whether you had actually asked for it, you know, there's just asked sort of a... <laughs> for it. <laughs> and so, and so, uh, and then at that point, I realized that I could resurrect my plans for to to bully you with the other guy, my my regular victim, with our buddy. And evil so, plan. yeah, and so, um, I kind of was careful with this because, again, um. I, I wasn't sure what your limits were, or how much you could take. So uh -huh. I'm just kind of and, like. And we hadn't discussed this beforehand or anything. You're sort of feeling things that. No, and this is a fun thing. And you know, throughout this, by the way, for the viewers' perspective, I'll talk about um, when you're thinking about bullying scenes in real life, ways that you could do this that allow you to evaluate your mm -hmm. your the, your the other party without kind of giving away the scene. And so I kind of like talked to Brian a little bit. I can't remember exactly what I said, but my intention was to see if Brian was going to act up and be bratty, which uh -huh. would give me the feedback I needed to pull him into the scene. And again, I can't exactly remember what you said, but you certainly did not but act like you didn't want to be spanked. <laughs> I, I, I resemble that remark. There you so eventually, so I dragged him in there. I made him, I was like, okay, you know, you're, I don't know who's telling me the truth anymore, so I'm going to beat yeah. both of your asses. Dot has spanked both of you, because, you know, one of us has to be lying, so the only way to get, to punish, you know, the right person is to spank both of us, right? Yep, yep, so I dragged 
I dragged Brian into the scene, put, got them side by side, like I had before with uh, Duke and my, my regular bully victim. And so I kept on testing the paddles to determine which ones they thought were the worst. And what was fascinating for me as a top, again, you guys took a lot of swats in this whole scene. It was a very, it was a pretty long scene. We had a huge crowd watching us by the time it was over. What well, are you trying to mention the um, the prisoner's dilemma? The prisoner's that dilemma. That's through? yes, that's where eventually where we got to. So I got to the point where I'm using my nastiest paddle, which actually isn't the Jukari paddle. The Jukari paddle is my favorite paddle. Uh, but because I can't actually use it on, on, on people who like paddles and maybe I can't give them a lot of swats, but, but people take it. People actually like the paddle if they're into paddles, but I have this nastier paddle, which is a small, short, very thick, dense wood paddle that bruises if you use it too much and not a lot of people can take it. I hardly ever use it. So I pulled that one out and I was using it on you guys and we were still doing this sort of evaluating which paddle was worse and that everyone agreed that that right, paddle right. was my worst paddle. Um, and, and I had less intense paddles. So, so uh, I decided the plan that I had made was to introduce this concept called the prisoner's, prisoner's dilemma. And if anyone knows about game theory, they know what the prisoner's dilemma is. And our buddy in this scene knew what the prisoner's dilemma was, actually. And he knew what was going to happen, uh -huh. too. <laughs> and he knew how it was going to end up. And it, for, for spanking, it will only end up in one way. But for our audience, so <laughs> the prisoner's dilemma is this famous sort of psychological test. And the idea was that you have two prisoners um, who don't know each other. Uh, and so this is kind of a – and I'm kind of bringing this into spanking play. Uh, and it doesn't really translate perfectly, but it's just kind of a fun, mean thing to do as a bully. It is a fun, improvisational kind of thing to kind of add some dynamics to the spanking scene, without, even if you're not going to get into role-playing. Um, and so the idea is so you've got these two guys and you're telling these two prisoners that they can control each other's fates. And the way it works is you're trying to get them to turn on each other. Um, and you're trying to convince them to, to either uh, insist on their innocence or, or, or guilt. Um, and, and the way it ends up working is that if both guys uh, plead their own innocence, they get a small sentence. If both guys plead their guilt, they both get heavy sentences. So plead plead each other's guilt. Yeah, they they get well they get they get heavy sentences. Right. So, but the trick here is what happens if one guy pleads innocent and the other one pleads guilty. The one you know the, the you get um, if if one guy pleads that pleads guilty and one guy pleads innocent, um, the person who pleads innocent gets the harsh gets a harsh punishment. Uh, he does all the spanks. He gets all the spanks, and the other guy gets none. So it's just this sort of psychological test to see if you can get guys to turn on each other, uh, and I mean, whether the and whether they'll they'll trust each other or or you know. It's, it's sort of a trust test for strangers, right? And I think, like, ordinarily, it probably would have worked well, but I think it was sort of ruined because the two of us had, in effect, already turned on each other. We yes, were, we were already enemies. We we just when you were testing out the paddles with us side by side, we were already arguing with each other. We were saying, oh, "This is your, all your fault. Oh, it's your fault." And 
Um, because you know, we're fighting, but really what we're actually doing is is spurring you to spank us more. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's the that's the brat speed that worked there. Yeah, yeah, and at the but, end, yeah. By the by the time I I, I did it, we we all kind I all kind of knew that they were that they were both going to turn. Yeah, we we was, knew what the results would be already. <laughs> but it, it was fun, you know. It was fun little touching. It was fun for the audience, who, you know, fun. to 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 watch them do that. Um. And so, so I had them. I had you both turn your backs to the, and I had you know you each. What the way I worked it out is have you decide the paddle that I would use on the other person. Right, like and, the nice paddle or the mean paddle. Yeah, and they both, of course, chose the mean paddle for the other one. Of course, and, I'm gonna let him get away and then have me take all the spanks. Yeah. No. Yeah, and then so they they both took a lot of swats. I can't, how many was it? Was it like fifty? Oh, each? I I think so, but then I got extra. Yes, and you got the audience <laughs> tattled on you, I believe. What happened? Okay, so you had turned your back to me, and you were paddling our buddy, and while you were doing that, you know, I reached back to to rub my butt a little bit because it was hurting, and then the audience, like as one, they they all pointed out like, oh, he. He's rubbing his butt. He's rubbing his butt. <laughs> and I'm just like, I didn't know it was against the rules. <laughs> I think I think I think one guy said like, when is it? Not, when is that not against the rules? <laughs> so that's probably Sydney. Um, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so you you decide that I I got like five or ten extra, that you know that didn't count towards the fifty, and then you went back towards towards paddling our friend. But uh. Oh. So I, I I don't think you noticed, but I've been acting up previously to that point. You know, I just keep acting bratty, being defiant, and all that. After you gave me those ten, I stopped acting defiant because because <laughs> I actually did not want to be spanked anymore. This is spanking doesn't prove behavior. This is proof. I'm I'm the proof right here. <laughs> and it's but also I, the I, reminder. I was, very, I was very good from that point on. <laughs> And that's you know, and that's again like the, from our from our brat episode. That's like the value of of what brattiness is for is encouraging the top to do exactly that behavior. Uh-huh. And then you know you realize that that you you accepted that and you don't want any more. So so you're going to behave a little bit better now. Uh, just a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And so that was a that was a lot of fun play. Um, and yeah, and that drew that drew. I was surprised at the crowd, but I think part of, it was partly because, um, well, you were new, and of course, and whenever there's a new person, everyone like likes oh, to watch them play. Uh huh. Um, and it has you know not necessarily so much about whether they're being tried. Again, it's just a new experience, a new thing. And plus, you know, we were being pretty vocal. The room is pretty open. Everyone can watch it, and it was yeah. you know, so it was it was a lot of fun. I, I didn't realize there were that many guys there um, until until it was over, and then I heard like the the ovation that we got. <laughs> I was like, oh, and like part of that is just I didn't have my glasses on because you made me take them off. Yeah, but and just I just I just wasn't looking that way because I was when I role play, I like I get into the role. I was <laughs> so I, I wasn't looking at anything else besides what we were doing. But yeah, so that that was pretty good for my ego. Like I've never had applause. After getting spanked, <laughs> yeah, and but then, yeah, that uh, was, yeah, that was yeah. interesting. Yep, and then Sydney Ouch. was there, who who folks you know remember have been in a couple of our podcast episodes. And Sydney, it was funny because Sydney is is Sydney. is almost entirely a bottom. But then, like from the moment you met him, you were like, "I want Sydney to spank me." I, I want him to spank <laughs> me. It's true. It's <laughs> so yeah. So um, 
earlier in that afternoon, I, I had had you act as our go-between, and I was like, hey, Scott, you should tell Sydney that I want him to spank me. So you had done that. That was That was before... I think that was after the first spanking. I yeah, think. it was before so, our little session. So then I took two other spankings in between, and then right after <laughs> I get out of the, the dungeon from you, you know, paddling the crap out of my ass, he's right there, and he's like, so ready for your next spanking? <laughs> and I'm like, no! Like, I, I need, like, t- a ten-minute break. Like, that. Li- this, is more, this is already more spanking than I'd ever had before. So I'm just like, no. <laughs> Give me a break. So yeah, so then the, we just we hung out for a for a little while in in the front room, and you we were all just sort of chilling. And then he he keeps pointing at the clock, and you know, <laughs> like, oh, time's running out. I'm just like, oh, shut up. <laughs> funny thing about like it's funny because we've talked about brats in bullying in the podcasts and on separate episodes, but I realized from Sydney, he's that, a bratty top. You no, know, as no, when, when brat brat behavior is as a bottom is bully behavior as a top. Like, that's what it translates into. Yeah, no, I can see that. (laughs) That's very interesting. So, but eventually, so eventually he, you went over one of the spaking horses that they had. Yes, which is another thing I'd never done before. Um, That was new. You know, like, I I bent over, um, he had me me tuck my balls out of the way, because I wasn't, I didn't realize that, oh, that was a thing with a spanking horse. So I, I had to do that. And then, yeah, he just, um, he he turns out you know he he may be mostly a top but he's a very mean spanker. You mean he's mostly I mean, a bottom? Mo- mostly, mostly a bottom, yeah. That's what I meant to say. But because I I had told him earlier, I was like, yeah, like especially like I had pointed to one spot on my butt, like this spot, like really hurts the most. Because we were just talking about the state of my butt. And then you know what you know what he did? He spanked that spot <laughs> more than any other spot on my ass. So what a jerk, right? <laughs> the, 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 the funny thing is like yeah some bottoms make for for very don't make for good tops but if a bottom a <laughs> hardcore bottom who likes heavy duty punishment can be really intense tops because they become very good at understanding what a butt can actually take yeah yeah i got that impression from him yeah uh, so, and, that, and that and that spanking was even more public because that was right in the in the front room where like everyone gathers. So I I, I definitely filled out my uh, my exhibitionist quota for that day. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was very painful <laughs> after all the other ones. And, and yeah, then, and um, was there was there one other spanking? Yeah, there was there was one other Adam. After after all that spanking. Um, the first guy who had spanked me, who was, you know, who I, I was his type. Yeah. Um, we had discussed earlier, I, like, after, after that, the first thing he gave me, he asked if maybe we could play again later on if I wanted, and I was like, yeah, well, I, was, I told him maybe, depending how sore my butt is, maybe I'll let you, you know, rub it a little bit to rub it better. And, and he was like, oh, sure. <laughs> so after all that spanking, like, I, I saw him in the crowd, I was like, you have to rub my ass now because my butt hurts. So then he he brought me into the um, I forget what room it was. It was, um, but he he put me over his lap and he he spanked me at first. He was just massaging, and that felt very nice. But then um, then our other friend, who I had gotten spanked alongside with, he came in and then he starts taunting me about how red my ass is. Like we started the um, 
the brat thing all <laughs> over again with us fighting. <laughs> and and then at at some point, like it it went on for a little bit, and then I I you know I looked up at the uh, our, our friend whose lap I was over, and I was like, you know what I think? Like I think that that he and I should switch places. You should put him over your lap and spank him for you know coming in here. And being such a jerk, and then and then that's exactly what happened. So I watched him get spanked for a little while, and then I I guess I hadn't learned my lesson because I started taunting him, and then <laughs> then I just I had to get spanked again. And it just you know it's you know how these things go. One yep. night I get spanked, the other night I get spanked. Just soon soon everybody's spanked. And... <laughs> but yes, yeah, so I I got my la- my last couple licks in. That was like the last the last ten minutes or so of the party before they kicked everybody out. It was like. <laughs> Yeah, and that was kind of what was also fascinating. We played, like, we were all playing for the almost the entire party, which is kind of unusual. Like, essentially, this last, this most recent party was so low-key that it pretty much ended an hour early, like, hardly anyone uh, was doing. But this one, yeah, very busy, lots of folks, lots of spanking. I was busy yeah, the I, whole time. I picked a good weekend to come down, I guess. Yeah. Yep. So did you enjoy Moonburn? <laughs> I yes, I enjoyed Moonburn. I wish we had a Moonburn closer to where I live so that I could do one every month like you get to do. But you know, I've we'll we'll see if I can get down there again at some point. I definitely would like to, because I, I really did have a blast. Um it's probably the most fun spanking getting spanked that I've ever had. So yeah, it was a it was a very rewarding experience. Um, I definitely feel like I'm a more experienced, at least in taking spankings, because I, I got so many, so that was really good. I got to meet a lot of people, um, you know, I make, make spanking friends, which is always good to have. So yeah, I, I came out of that just, just feeling really good. And then, I, then afterwards, I got to ride several bumpy roller coaster rides at Disneyland, because we, we went back after that. Oh, did you? Oh, so okay. that, that, that made the rides even more thrilling did you go on the matterhorn <laughs> i've been wanting to get... yes we did go on the matterhorn oh how did that feel because the matterhorn is for for people who've <laughs> never been to the matterhorn at disneyland it's you know it's it, they're bobsleds and the ride is it's, it's a coaster but it's deliberately on purpose very very bumpy uh-huh well mostly it was okay there was one at one time we were airborne and then it just like slam my butt back down on the seat and like that time I was like well, that felt like I just got another, I just felt like I got another one of Scott's mean paddles right there but but for I mean for the most part it was you know it's, it's a roller coaster ride so like it was a real spanking but it uh it it, it on an already tender butt I was I was feeling it yeah now so you and I vaguely mentioned this is going to transition for a minute to the following uh, Moonburn party. You, you've mentioned that you love role reversals and you particularly love the when the bully gets spanked. Um, so in that you were at August's Moonburn party. So September Moonburn party, um, the bully uh, who folks remember from folks may remember from the the first the third podcast episode where we we first talked about one over moonburn parties um, who was a guy I met who rekindled my desire to be a bottom for for spanking um, well he came back to town and i um and so it's it, the second time he had been back. We did not play. Uh, he was back this spring, but we did not play them. We we decided. I decided um, to go ahead and offer myself up 
to be spanked again oh. at a uh, spanking at this, sacrifice. A spanking, <laughs> uh, and you know, and and he knows how I feel about him. I had gotten a a paddle uh, made. Uh, a little paddle made that had the word bully engraved into it, uh, specifically for him to use on me. Aww. And so it's just been sitting, it hadn't been used yet, it's just been sitting in my bag of paddles, just waiting um, for him to come back to town. Uh, and so he comes back on, he came back in September, and uh, we decided to have some sessions, and, and the role reversal is funny, is, it, people may be hearing this and thinking, ooh, did the bully get spec? No, um, oh, we're talking about... Um, <laughs> I'm still hoping to see that, but um, he actually he has a he has a he has a boyfriend now, and they apparently spank each other. So the bully does get spanked, um, yeah, but, that, but only behind closed doors, as far as yeah, we know. Yeah, that's right. But but he didn't get he doesn't get spanked at Moonburn. He's all top at Moonburn. Uh, so and, if you didn't get roll reverse, then who did? Was he, it perhaps you, Scott? Perhaps. So we did had you? yeah. So we so we had so we had uh, first of all. He, the reason I call him the bully is, you know, he really does fit the, he, he doesn't really role play, but he fits the model of a top that we talked about in the bully episode. Um, it is, you know, it is not a, a sessions where this, this long sort of raping up and where he's really kind of careful about building up um, into a long scene. Uh, but it's also not a weapon, you know. It's not the old-fashioned Ben Germany. It is. It is. It is a more intense than usual session, though. Um, mm. And he is not a particularly. Um, he's not reckless. I, I don't want to call him reckless, or that he's a you know. A, a, uh, but he is ruthless. And he doesn't hold back, right? No, he doesn't hold back. He he builds up relatively quickly, um, and. You know, with the first session, um, I was, you know, it started off in my jeans. I always wear my jocks, wear a jock strap under my jeans. So once the jeans ah. come down, it's bare butt. And um, they come down relatively quickly with him. I think maybe, you know, maybe 20 swats at the most. And then the jeans come down. And then things get, get pretty intense. For a lot of guys, the sessions with him are pretty short. Um you know, I'm talking maybe 20, 30 swats even um, because, you know, he's he's pretty rough. Uh, and that's he's fine with that. He understands that. That's, that's the dynamic that he plays with. For me, he knows that I want him to really push me. And so, oh, he, he rained hell on my ass. Oh. And the he got to use the, the bully paddle. So funny story about the bully paddle. Again, when we talked about in the, in the episode where we talked about bully – bullying we talked about how um part of the role of the bully is to keep the the bottom completely kind of off kilter and never let the bottom be in a position where he feels like he's in control of what's going on and we're talking about you know um uh teasing and mind play and games and all sorts of things like that the idea that the, the bottom is never really in control of the scene in any you know under any circumstances and he did something funny and unexpected, and I loved it, which is, you know, because he's very sarcastic. Um, we're all very sarcastic. Um, <laughs> and so I got the... That's the, how we roll here. That's sarcastic. how we roll. Um, <laughs> and so I got this bully paddle, and I got it with this sort of, you know, the word bully. I could You could pick all these fonts and have the word engraved on the paddle. So I picked what looked like, you know, sort of a heavy metal font, because he's sort of a heavy metal guy, and he loves heavy metal music, uh, all kinds of metal music. And 
So I go and get the paddle and show it to him, and he looks at it. He's like, wait, is this Buffy? Does this say Buffy? And I'm like, what? And and I didn't notice it. I picked a font that's very similar to the font they used for the television show Buffy the Vampire Slayer. The Buffy paddle. So from that point, he started calling it the Buffy paddle, which was sort of a way of taunting me and taking – because I did this, you know – I, I did this thing as this sort of gift for him to torment me, but that was in, but that was giving me too much control. So, uh-huh. he, so took, that he, he used it to torment you, but in a different way than you had expected. Yeah, well, he also, he also beat me with it. But yeah, <laughs> but now we, he refers to it as the Buffy Paddle. The He's Buffy beating paddle. me with the Buffy Paddle as a way of taunting me. So, and I kind of love that because it was completely unexpected. And that's one of the things you need to think about if you like the idea of being bullied as a spanking scene is having something like that happen. Um, that is completely unpredictable and you don't control of it. And it is kind of funny and it is kind of mean. And, you know, and so I, I love that he did that. But he was hitting me really hard. That bully, the, the bully, the Buffy paddle um, wow. is pretty intense. Um, I was not expecting how intense it actually was because I didn't really use it. Um and it's sort of it's small enough to concentrate on one cheek. Uh, and so between two sessions, he really did a number on um, on my right cheek, and it was getting pretty bruised. Uh, and this, so the first session, he actually at point, even just the first session, by the time we were done with the first session, he was holding me down to make wow. me take swats, which he, again, uh, for the perspective of our no. audience, that this might freak some people out. This is acceptable behavior in our play. It's something that has happened uh-huh. before, and he knows that it's okay to do okay. that. Okay. Yeah, I, I was going to ask if that was that was typical for the two of you. Yeah, and again, if, from again, if that's something that if you like the idea of bleed play, that might be something you want to understand that there's this sort of physical component of it where, um, you know, you squirm and struggle, and the bully kind of physically pushes you into this position, um, but. To be clear, he knew he knows what he's doing, and I'm kind of talking through this because we'll get to the example of how he knows what he's doing in just a minute. The second scene, um, you know, so so he beat me for a while. Eventually, let me get up. Uh, the second scene was a little bit later. He was actually beating Sydney. Sydney was at the party, um, and then you know, and I was he watching. Deserves this. <laughs> so I was watching him. <laughs> I was watching him beat Sydney for a while. And then he uh, made, and he's like, "You're next." I'm like, "Ah, oh, shit." Uh, so of course, oh. after after Sydney, it was my turn. Uh, and then you know, he was really kind of doing a number on me uh, on my right cheek. And then towards the end, he did like a, my right cheek was so damaged that he did a bunch of swats on my left cheek with the with the Buffy paddle. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will become relevant later on. Um, so then, <laughs> so so that was the second session. I thought that might be it because we were possibly going to hook up over the, again over the weekend on the holiday, kind of like we did before. And I knew that I was going to get another session if we did that. So then what happened is that my regular bully victim showed up. And I decided to introduce – I introduced him to, quote, the bully uh, because he knew – he listens to the podcast. My victim listens to the podcast. That's why he came to me and told me he, he had the bully fantasy. So it was like, oh, well, here's oh, cool. the bully. So now he knows who the bully is when I talk about the bully on the podcast. So, so then I drag him back into the victim, into room to punish him, beat his ass for a while. 
and do blade like stuff. You do. Yeah, like I do. I didn't really do a lot with him this time. I was still kind of like sore, and it was kind of distracting me. And I wasn't really getting into it, and I was just kind of treating him like I treat a normal person. Mm-hmm. And then, so then when I'm wrapping up with him, here's what happens, and it, it was amazing. The bully comes walking in, so he looks at my victim, and he says to him, "Is Scott bullying you?" Like that? Yes. And then here's what so so this guy turns to him, my victim turns to him and immediately says, "Oh yes sir, he is." Which at this point caused the bully and to turn around or to grab me and push me back over, push me over the bench that I had the victim bent over to tor- to paddle me again. Now, here's the funny, like, I did not plan to do this. It just came out of me. And it just kind of shows how you can kind of get into a role without really thinking about role play. I immediately turned to my victim and snarled at him. You are going to fucking pay for this. (laughs) And then the bully started beating my ass. I love it. and, And I meant it. And... I still mean it. If he's out there listening to this, because I was, I have, I've already worked up plans. He was, oh. not, he was not at Moon. He unfortunately was not at Moonburn this weekend. But I'm prepared. Uh, you better watch out, time, Mister. The next that, time he comes, that is going to make evil plans for you. Much more evil than the ones he used on me. Probably you're going to be very, very sore afterwards. Yeah, and but not as sore as I was, because I took <laughs> another session. This one just to kind of show that the bully despite being very vicious and ruthless, he is a good top. Um, this was all on the seat of my jeans. He did not, it was not bare bottom. I could not take bare bottom. And he, he almost had me crying on the seat of my jeans because my butt was in such a, a state at this point. Um, and the funny thing is, Sydney was in the room egging him on through this whole thing. Like, like, uh, see, I, I have this impression of Sydney that like any just any time you're getting spanked, he's just somehow magically there. He just appears, <laughs> and he's he's like your spanking fairy. He's just he's, right there. <laughs> if if the devil himself had a, had a little devil on his shoulder telling him to be even meaner, that little devil would be Sydney. <laughs> I was he was tormenting. At the end, I was really I was authentically. I was authentically begging um, the bully to stop, and I really and I meant it. Like intellectually, I wasn't. I wasn't. Um, he kept on going, and he understood the dynamic that it was. You know, I really wanted him to stop, um, but I also accepted the bully role, um, and he kept going for a while longer. Um, then I really wanted him to, but. I embraced letting him do that. Right. Because that's what it means if you if you really want to have a bully scene. So, and that's where that happened. And then, wow. <laughs> then a couple of days later, well, then when I got home, I discovered that um, the the Buffy paddle had tormented my left cheek so much that I was kind of leaking. Um, it wasn't blood, but it's a thing that can happen um, when you take a lot of punishment is I guess some sort of, you know, pus or liquid can, can seep out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it seeped through the seat of my jeans 
Um, which was, I want to say, I, I did not panic about it. It was actually awesome. <laughs> you, thought, you thought that was awesome? I thought it was awesome. This is what <sighs> I've been. This is what I've been trying to get back to being able to take because I used to be able to take wow. a really intense punishment. Um, and then a couple days later, it was uh, Labor Day, and we hung out for the day. And then that evening, I got one more punishment session from him, and I actually had to put a band aid on my butt. Um, yeah, you showed me on the that picture cheek. of that one. Yeah, on that cheek because it <laughs> wouldn't stop leaking uh, for a while, and I had to have that for a week. And so, you see, he beat me with the bandage still on my butt. Um, <laughs> and I ended up with really nasty bruises. Um, he got me into the, the sort of like the same thing that um, Bossman did in my birthday weapon. He got me into that stage where I was making uncontrollable crying sounds, although I wasn't actually shedding tears. Um, but it was a great, wonderfully intense, my butt was bruised for a week. Wow. So, and I loved it. <laughs> it was wonderful. So, and it's, it was really good to know that I can take that. Um, and so I showed that to boss man and, you know, and boss man knows, you know, cause well, he, boss man gave me that birthday whooping. Um, but it did the birthday whip. It didn't cause bruising, but now he knows that he could take me even further. And then on <laughs> on um, Saturday night after at this party after Moonburn, he really laid into me, um, you know, with this with this crowd of people. And that was the other thing um, that I've discovered, you know, with with these particularly with these two guys is it was really tough to, for me to bottom with an audience around and it was really tough for me mm. to bottom at Moonburn and take a lot and now I'm in a stage where with these two anyway I feel really a lot more comfortable letting go and taking really intense stuff with them with other people around. Oh, wow wow oh, that's awesome yeah I'm so, proud of you yeah. it was great so you know I've got so I'm only going to see him once or twice a year um so and I'll take a lot from him but I've got boss man around to torment me uh on a more regular yeah, I'm sure, basis. I'm sure, I'm sure Bossman has you well in hand. Yeah. Otherwise. Yeah. So, and then, um, so we'll kind of wrap that up. We've taken up kind of almost an hour, and so I don't think we have room for fantasy, but we did get an interesting question. I did get an interesting question to me from someone um, through Spank This Hookups who recognized a paddle that I have in one of my pictures. And so he uh, uh, messaged me. I know you've talked about uh, belief fraternity stuff, but I don't think you've yet mentioned Chi Delta Theta at all. Uh, he says, there was a thread that popped up about it on the gay spanking subreddit a week or two ago. I had never heard of it. With one of my kinks being hazing, the idea turned me on a lot. And then I see you have a paddle with the Chi Delta Theta on it. Were you a member? <laughs> If so, so I what's love... the story, Scott? Were you? Were you a member? <laughs> yes, Were I was. Uh, and so he wants to hear about it in the podcast. Uh, and so we had actually talked about the idea of doing a, a, um, a fantasy section on fraternity stuff. And I think we will in the future. But I wanted to answer the question sooner later than uh, sooner rather than later. Uh, uh, yes, yes, I was a member of Chai Delta. Not only was I a member of Chai Delta Theta, I got my ass beat by the guy who created Chai Delta Theta back in the day. Uh, this was around 2000. It's also how I met um, my ex, who I still do spanking play with when he comes around. I haven't seen him in almost a year. Um, actually, exactly a year. Uh, 
So but you, you saw his pictures on the website, right? Yeah, yeah. I met him through the website. We met at a party in San Diego. Uh, played a little bit there, and then we reconnected years later um, and, and played some more since then. So, so to explain to our audience, yes, I have a Chai Delta Theta a paddle. Chai Delta Theta is a was a, was it is sort of a fake fraternity that um, this gentleman uh, who well, it was it was like a fantasy fraternity, yeah, right? Yeah, is that like the word for it. Yeah, um, who created the Santa Barbara Paddle Company, which was a distribution company that sold. Um, uh, spanking videos and paddles. And then eventually he made some of his own spanking videos uh, and distributed them in a while. Uh, they're no longer a business. I haven't talked to him in years. I don't know what he's up to or if he's even still around. Um, and so he created this fraternity as kind of a way prior to sites like Spank This Hookups, prior to things like, you know, Scruff, prior to ways online for people to easily connect nationally or across the world it was just sort of a site for people to sort of register their interest in spanking and try to connect with each other and the way it worked it was you know the setup was this sort of fraternity where where you there were these five stages to become a full brother so you were like so we were all pledges yeah, like you started at the pledge now did you did you have a, a brother who would spank you is that how it worked well we were all sort of we were also here's a Thing is that like, you know, was it like a real fraternity? No, no, it was not a real fraternity. It couldn't, <laughs> it couldn't be a real fraternity because like these yeah, are people. you were all separated by distance. Right. It was a way. Essentially, it was a mechanism to, he created to try and help people bring their incorporate, you know, get together to play out their spanking fantasies using a familiar frat, you know, a familiar understanding of hazing. And so, so there were these these problems where we were supposed to get together and give each other swats, and that's how you got to the next stage. Um, in reality, you know, guys just got together and beat each other's asses. It was really, it was just sort of, <laughs> it was sort of a mechanism. It was very useful. Um, you know, people took SWATs. I went to his place, um, you know, and got a bunch of SWATs from him, some for the, you know, the various stages of the fraternity. And then he just, he, then he just kind of beat my ass just in yeah, general. I mean, spanking is just fun. So. Yeah, he, he was the one. Actually, he introduced me to the strap, if, if I recall correctly. He strapped me. Um, and so really, it was a mechanism. It was, it was hot. Um, you know, people would, e we were, you would use your actual email addresses because this is before there were boards, you know, that were, or mm -hmm. before there were ways for people to create accounts to, to connect with each other and message each other. You actually had to use email addresses. So I had my, my red SPK Scott AOL address and people would email each other through this website, you know, mm -hmm. and connect with each other. And we're supposed to give each other swats and report back and send an email back to the pledge master, you know, and, we, and then you would move up to the next stage of the fraternity. And after the fifth stage, you know, you would become a full brother. Um, most guys never actually did that <laughs> because really it was just kind of part of it was the fantasy of being uh -huh. part of this. But, part of it was it really. The, but it made the initial contact, which yes. is like the important part. Yeah, it was a way for people to meet each other. I actually, you know, I met him. I actually met a spanky buddy who lives here in town who I regularly see at Moonburn parties here. You know, I, I, he was actually just at this weekend's Moonburn party, who I'm friends with. I actually originally met him at this party back all the way in 2000. Um, wow. So it just became, you know, it was an early way for people to meet. And it was great for what it was. 
Um, but there, there, actually, that's where I also discovered that actually, in really, most guys in this baking, the frat fantasy was just a way for them to get to a space where they could spake each other. And they really, once they got, because the reality is, if you actually hate someone, they can only take a few swats. I've talked about this when we talk about paddles, great big frat paddles. People can only take a few swats with that. If you want a long session, you have to be a little bit more careful and do other things. And that's what was really happening. People were doing other kinds of paddles and putting each other over their knee and doing more traditional spanking kinds of play. The frat right. thing was just a mechanism for guys to get together and let their fantasies play out and give them a way of, of unleashing their spanking sides. So. Right, right, right. It was uh, super cool. I mean, yeah. I, I, I remember when I found that website, I was, gosh, I don't remember how old I was. I, I was probably too young to be on such a website. <laughs> it, I know it, it, that, it fed a lot of my, uh, my inner thoughts at the time. I thought the whole thing was super awesome. I would, I think there was like a, a member list where like, you could like yes. see the different people and like what stage they were at. So I, I remember yes. like looking through that and, and looking at the pictures, just be like, oh. <laughs> and now knowing that that you were on there, I'm just like, does that mean that I saw Scott when I was, you know, before I knew you? Was was that a thing? So I have to probably I have to go back and see if there's like a wayback machine version of that site, so I can see if I can if I can find you on there again and relive my my adolescent memories. I'm pretty sure there is. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he actually, the person who messaged me sent me a um, you know an internet archive link to it. Um, um, and people who are really interested in looking for it online can can track it down and, and see see how it worked. And I th I don't know if you know people's email links still work on there. I'm not sure how it, it actually plays out, but yeah, yeah. So uh, so yeah, that's the story of Chai Delta Theta. Important. A brief part. I think it only lasted like three or four years, and then Spank this hookups came around, I believe. And hmm. then it really kind of fell apart and no one, you know, because it wasn't really, it wasn't really needed anymore. So. Oh, that's bad. It served, it served a very I'll, important purpose. I'll always remember it. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> and so uh, with that, I think we will wrap up episode number 12. Uh, yeah, I want to thank the, Brian. The, the most, the most selfish episode we've <laughs> yet done. Uh, I hope you like the stories. If anyone, you know, if you have any questions uh, about spanking, spanking, give me spanking history. It never occurred to me to talk about that stuff until someone, until I got that message. So yeah, that might be an interesting topic sometime, like a, yeah. a history, or at least, yeah, like last few, like the spanking scenes history, maybe. Yeah, and you know, and I only, and I can only really kind of speak about my own experiences because there, there's stuff yeah. I don't. Well, you'll, you know, you'll need to get a noted expert on the topic yeah. on. Yeah. So, but and if you have any, you know, any other questions, I'm I'm working on getting more people for the podcast. Brian, of course, is always welcome to come back. Um, yeah, yeah. But uh, thank you very much for being here, Brian. Um, if anyone has, of course. Any, if anyone has any questions for me, um, you can reach me on Tumblr at uh, Red Spank Scott. I am on WAPS W H A P P Z dot com as Red Spank Scott. On Recon as a Red Spank Scott, and on the, uh, Spank This Hookup says Red SPK Scott. So, what's well, getting, getting exhausting? All of these. Yes, <laughs> I just want to make sure people can reach me. So. And and I'm I think I'm on all those same websites. Um, I'm I'm always either Croup or Soup Goblins. If if you don't find me on one, just search under the other name, and you'll probably see me there. 
Yeah, and as always, if you have questions for um, for Sydney as well, um, you know, let me know. Or if, again, um, Jake from episode eleven who talked about you know um, boy and daddy play and domestic discipline, he's welcome to come back if people have questions. If there are additional subjects we want to talk about in that area, he said he'd be happy to come back and talk more. So if people have questions about those scenes, definitely let me know. So with that, we will bring this episode to an end. Thank you very much. And later.